rpgmp3.com and the Gate Campers present a rise and fall adventure set in the world of Tropis. Make a regular donation of just $5 a month to get higher quality audio recordings released ahead of time. That's right, feed the zombies, monkeys and mutant pirates and you too could get higher quality audio. Listen, child. Come closer and listen carefully. The snows come now, child, led by he who has died, he who has been reborn. I will tell you a tale, child, one of shadow and misery, one of bitter cold and bloodshed, of fire and iron. Cague is at war, child. The birds tell us so. Paper dooms borne upon feathered wings. But it is true, child. Cague is at war. In the north, night rides against night. Those that survived Zenya Latsin across the sea have shattered the Rose Orders and set flames to the church they once swore to serve. It is the East of Atar rules. Her conscripted sons and daughters raining arrow and death upon a Mainetti foe. Each day brings that foe closer to ruin and Mainet is forced to retreat. Even Maynette is forced to retreat. Ah, yes, Maynette. How much the raven speaks of her. Proud Maynette. Rich Maynette. Fool Maynette, who stood against a theocracy and cried no! It was in Maynette five years ago that the first sparks were struck. Maynette cut the Theocrat down dead. They cleaved his skull from shoulders fat and set all the cogs of war to motion. The Maynette are to blame. But they pay a butcher's price for their arrogance. And oh, doomed fair weather, how we all mourn for her. When plague struck, the other houses laughed, bickered, and finally stabbed her in the back. Abandoned, her people died a slow death. Hers is a desolate land now where no man nor beast might live. Of fair weather, now remains but a necropolis of corpses, bones bleached in the sun. All of her learning scattered to the wind. But doom 
is not the case full of cakes lands but there lies another in the west proud stands glacendia born of fair weather a menet both forged of dragon fire and tempered by ice and death in Pentacan amongst the barbarians and foul sorceries, only the strong can survive, child, and the road is littered with the frozen bones of the weak. It is said that in Pentacan beasts might walk as men, and men might walk as beasts, blessed by heretical gods. The night hags lure fools to their dens, scattering their souls to the wind and drinking up their life's blood. Dragons for Pentagon, and their servants are known to few, yet their eyes see all. Their eyes see all indeed. Yet in the shadows, blacker things lie, watching with envious eyes the comings and goings of mortal man. For it is said, and in this windswept frozen hell hates all life, and that the ice preserves far too much that should have long been forgotten. Now is the time for new heroes to rise. Now is the time to set the last cogs in motion. If war is to come, and only with axe and bow and fiery ruin can it be faced. The Saturnine snows are here now, child. So look to your father in the west. Seek him out. And know your destiny true. Creek of wood awakens you. Rock of boat brings you from slumber. You lie in a crowded hold. Peasants around you sit clutching their bare belongings. Babes cry mother breast and slaves sit in chains, locked away from the others, in conditions not so unsimilar to your own. The wood and rock of the ship you are on brings you from sleep. But it is not that which greets you. Nay, it is the hunger in your stomach. It is the first of your throat. It has been three weeks to sail. Three weeks, and two great storms have thrown you off course. But word is upon the lips of many. Placendia is soon here, the fabled port 
of Mainetti and Fairweather and fame. Sanctuary. Paradise amongst a frozen waste. Glacendia, that which was named from two words. Mountain fire. Ice fire. Soon you will have a new home. And hunger first will be behind you. Soon you'll be free from strife and the wars. That is what is whispered amongst this boat. Amongst the stinking shit and the, the lice. The boat rocks. You're cutting out a lot. No. Okay. Restart the call. Yep. Three, two, one, and back. Sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, as I say, girls, if you hear me dominio guttering, you have to tell me straight away, yep. otherwise I'll just carry on without knowing. Mm-hmm. A man across the way mumbles in his sleep. He is dressed as a soldier by his garb, a knight perhaps, but that garb is ragged, his surcoat torn, his mail scratched and battered to pieces, his face scarred. He mutters in his sleep. A young boy? Girl perhaps? A child beside snuggles up against him. He seems to have a protective arm around him or her. It's hard to tell if the child's hair has been cut short and covered in filth. Another man coughs and the babes cry louder. Bree, what do you do? Perhaps you could introduce your character and describe her. Um... I kind of remember the question I wanted to ask. Go on. What's appropriate for her to be wearing? Wasn't sure. Um, any medieval clothing, really. She's a peasant, so... Worn spun shirt, perhaps? A dress, maybe? Woolen, of course, because you're heading into the cold. Okay. Um... She's 14. She's wearing a dirty woolen dress. She's been traveling for quite a while. Um, She has tangled brown hair and brown eyes. And she huddles in on herself against the cold. And you, Ashley? Her name is Emma. She's a little bit older, um, 16 or so. And she is particularly not well kept. Her, she has a shawl, but that's also torn um, to the point where it's almost useless. And the, she, she gets some new shoes. Her pale skin is offset by her brown hair, which actually has a reddish tint to it. 
and she is going to sit up and look around and see if she wants to try going on deck to get out of the cramped space. To go up on deck, you would need to pass across many a people. Some are asleep, some are huddled in small groups. But there is nary a place to place foot without treading on someone or something or someone's belongings. Mm, and no doubt get accused of uh, trying to steal shit. Mm. So she'll just continue sitting where she is and rummage trying to get comfortable again. Okay. And you, Bree? Um, she's just gonna stay where she is and look around, mm. take everything in, not really do anything, just make sure she knows where everyone is. Get a, get an idea and a feel for the people. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break there, as so I realize we don't have map tools up. <laughs> <laughs> Could I have a perception check from you both? Now this is very very simple. All you need to do is a D8 plus your perception modifier. You want to get five or higher. Hmm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay, so Ashley got closest. Wait a minute. Hmm. Can, can you? Roll a zero. It's my perception. You put DS, not D eight. Oh, hey. <laughs> yes, it helps you learn how to type. Way, that's a bit better. See, so you got seven. So, Bree, what's your character's name again, please? Cora. Cora. So as Cora sits there huddling, she overhears conversation from a group nearby. So they say the Britannians moved in across the border. Yep, that's what they say. What happened? It was a route, of course. Most of main enemies falling for them. Britannian dogs. We never learn. <sighs> they seem to be discussing a war of sorts. The Vitaran invasion of Maynet land. It's from the sound of it, it seems the war is not going well. What would you like to do, Bree? Um gonna sit there and listen and not look at them. Mm -hmm. Okay, what about you, Ashley? Mm. She's actually curious about um, the child that's with the knightly figure. Mm -hmm. His children are awesome. So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> So, I 
what are you doing, Ashley? Like I said, she's just looking around, mainly paying attention to the child that's sitting okay. with the Sorry. figure. I didn't quite catch that before. What, you, what you're saying? You guys that's need. What I'm saying. Hmm? Yep. Are you both? Are you actually paying attention over here? Because it seems as if your attention's a bit distracted there, Ashley. I'm paying attention. Okay. The child and the soldier or knight both seem asleep. Mm. Well, Perhaps you give me a perception check. Doing that again. Oh, sweet, you can push up. And it doesn't yeah, if you just press up, you do the exact same as last time. Mm. Okay, give me a knowledge check minus one. On heraldry. Knowledge zero. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You notice he he has a design on his surcoat, but it's so tattered and torn you have no comprehension of what it once was. doesn't really matter. I don't think that's anything that she would know anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, going back to you, Bree. Uh, she's just gonna keep listening to the conversation and not interrupt. Okay, give me another perception check then, please. Okay, your attention is drawn to another conversation. It's an old woman speaking to two young children. Tell us a story, Nana. Yeah, Nana, tell us a story. Oh, you want to hear stories, do you? Ha! I could tell you stories. Did you know that in the West, they sacrifice children to the animal gods, these false gods. Who does, Nana? The barbarians, of course. They even wear the skins of dragons. The old woman seems to be scaring the children and the mother hushes them away. The old woman cackles to herself. <laughs> now where did I leave my sausages? about you, Ashley? Sorry. Um, she said, where did she leave her what? Sausages. Oh. <sighs> hmm? That's like, that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> and now I get the sausages, too. It's awesome. Uh, Alright. Um, so she's going to let her attention drift from the pair sleeping. Um, not particularly concerned about where he's from. And... How big is this hold? Um, do you have about 50 people around you. Oh, each. Okay. From what you know, this ship has been sailing the Mainetti to Glacendia coastline for 
more for longer than the actual um, outpost was situated in Pentacan. It was the ship designed originally for trading that's been reprocessed for transporting people to and fro, mostly slaves and soldiers. Interesting. Um. Oh, is that uh, recent, or is that just? Is what recent? Um, is the transporting of slaves and uh, soldiers because of recent stuff in the past five years, or is it? It's a general thing. Um, the barbarians don't tend to look kindly upon upon uh, settlers from civilized lands. They worship false gods, these barbarians. Dragons and animals, not the civilized gods of Kaeg. <sighs> Unless something else catches her attention, she wouldn't be doing much of anything since she can't really get out. Mm-hmm. Unless she wants to, actually. She might get bored enough at some point. A shuffling comes from the east side of the hold as a few chained up animals move about, pigs and a cow. The smell from that direction grows stronger as the day goes by and it's almost unbearable now. After three weeks it's just unbearable, the stink of unmucked horses and pig shit. Fun. Uh, so, alright, she'll, I don't know, she'll disrupt something if she walks, but who cares at this point? She'll stand up mm-hmm. and try to tiptoe around people. Okay, give me a mobility check, please. Mobility is... Doop, 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 one. Okay, so again, that's just d8 plus your mobility score. It's quite an easy task, this. Yep. I Bear still in mind, need to so, uh, Okay. There you go, five. There are complaints and there are grumbles, but you manage to pass the steps leading up onto the deck without breaking too many toes, (laughs) without kicking away too many things. You do, at one point, nearly stumble into a a pile of chicken cages. The chickens cluck and flap angrily at you, sending a spiral of feathers into the air. But you manage to reach the stairs without uh, too much issue. And, uh, Bree, your character notices this too. Um, she's gonna watch the girl's progress, but isn't gonna do much about it. Mm hmm. Okay. Could you give me another perception check, perhaps? Okay. You hear the mumbling of a priest of uh, Phandos, the creator god, one of the civilized gods of the world, um, preaching to a few people uh, nearby, but you can't quite make out his words. Perhaps if you got closer, you might be able to. Is there any way to get closer without trotting over people? Probably not. She'll just stay put then. Okay. On deck, the wind is icy cold. And from the decking hangs 
bikes. Ice. Here and there along the mask, and men cutting it from with axes. A chunk lands at your feet with a crash, sending chunks across your leather shod boots. Well, shoes. Can I have an endurance check, please? Yep. Do, do. Six. You shiver and you shudder, and your cheeks turn red, flushed with blood, as the cold washes over your unprepared skin. You are not dressed for such a breeze, and here, in the middle of the ocean, with no land in sight, the cold seems far deeper than anything you have ever felt before. Even in the worst of Maynette's winters, you have never felt such cold as this. It simply stabs straight through to your bones. You are shuddering in moments. Your air, your breath rather catching on the air, floating like a cloud of steam at the breath of a dragon grate. Here and there, sorry. That's fine. Here and there about the decks, you see great bulls of men covered in furs. Their their faces round, but broad. Their eyes slightly slanted in the shaly and the elven fashion. The noses large and foreheads broad, as I say, broad. With dark, almost raven hair upon their shoulders. They wear wolf pelt, bear pelt, and others beside, and all of them seemed armoured in a fashion, axes and hammers hanging from their belts. They laugh and joke in a harsh tongue, alien to your ears. And here and there around their necks you see strange devices. Of many of them are wearing sigils of religious fervour from the civilised gods, yet most of them have have been changed to be in alien forms. It's almost as if the holy signs of your true and noble gods have been corrupted by these bear men into forms more pleasing to their eyes, more closer to their false gods. Hmm. There are, not to worry, other civilized folk on board. You do notice that the captain is a man of civilised demeanour, dressed in fine furs, a cloak billowing behind him. Others still, yet you do not see a single chink of armour other than on these bare men. None of them civilised sailors wear metal. Only the bare men. One of them stomps a crop past you, nearly knocking you aside without even noticing you. He, strand, he, he, strand, he sticks his leg upon the prow of the boat and looks out into an ever-growing mist. He brings a horn to his lips and blows out a cry, long and deep. The horn blow blows out across the silent sea and fades into darkness, swallowed by the mist. Hmm. Is it like early dawn or just 
general day. The day and night passes in the hold, without the ability to tell which. You simply wake and go to sleep. Occasionally they throw down food, but it seems haphazard at best. Almost as if those in the hold are creatures best forgotten about those who live above the boat. And in the mist, claws in, becomes harder still to tell. Yet you are certain there is indeed a sun in the sky, but you just simply cannot be sure. It could be a... a white moon for all you tell. Could you have a perception check, please? Your sharp eyes pick out with ease the largest rat you have ever seen scurry across deck. Its fur, the grey of light smoke. It is gone before you have a chance to look again. Disappearing about the boat. Okay, what are you doing down below, Bri? Um, I'm down below, Is there anyone else doing anything remotely interesting. Uh, yeah, a few people are playing dice. Um, there's some cards being played elsewhere. Um, a few just general chit-chat here and there. Um, no, she's not going to do anything. You're just going to sit and hold? Yes. Okay. Ashley, what do you do? The idea of rats on the ship doesn't sit well, but she'll ignore that for the time being and see about finding a place that's sheltered from the wind, or maybe near a lamp or some sort. You find a lamp hanging to the mask. Mast is lit, but covered in many a shutter. There is no glass on the lamp, predictably, for this is not exactly a rich boat. But light enough and the warmth is certainly a small relief from the biting wind you almost feel as if the wind itself was alive like a creature of pure chill snaking its way about you circling you grasping at you biting at you She's almost tempted to steal a fur from one of the many people that might be in bundles, but no. Um. Hmm. Because that's not helping, she'll see about going towards where the captain's standing and seeing what he's up to. The captain is discussing in the harsh vocal tones of the bear men with two of the bear men. One the biggest man you have ever seen. Easily two feet taller than the captain himself, laughs, tapping, uh, slamming his uh, hand in his belly and saying something in his guttural tone. The other, a smaller man, small squat, with a large double-headed axe, points across the water in a direction other than the which the ship is travelling and speaks, but his tone is, while still in this, this guttural language, it's more quiet. 
The bigger man laughs and shoves the smaller aside, but the captain steps forward and calms them both. The captain is a handsome man, uh, well into his twenties. He has short-cut hair in the civilised fashion of cake, whereas all the bear men seem to have long hair, scraggly with obvious signs of lice in their beards. His chin is shaven, and his eyes have a sharpness to them. Can I have a perception check, please? Yep. Wow, again, nicely done. <laughs> Your sharp eyes pick out a shimmer of silver around his neck, and you do not see what you would expect. There is no silver ring of the god of death or gold of the life-giver. Nay, instead, you see a wolf's head in silver hanging on a pendant of leather cord. Can I have a... Mm, can I have a knowledge and or per, um, perception? So basically, roll me a d8 and add whatever is the highest attribute and tell me which it is. Perception. Okay. Four. Alright. You think it's similar to some of the uh, symbols worn around the neck of the bear men. Maybe not quite the same, but... Mm, I don't know. Bree, what are you doing? Um, She's just going to continue to stay out of the way and not draw notice to herself. Okay. We're going to think we're going to take a pre pee break here and continue after the break. Yay. Game? Good. Having fun figuring out. Yay. What would she do more like? <laughs> okay then. Bree, what will you do? Dun dun dun. I will get a beverage. You should have done that during pee break. Yeah, I know. <sighs> okay, well she's doing that. I'm gonna get duct tape. <laughs> now I have a beverage. Oh, well, I can't get some. Right. But I took my headset with me. Okay, Bree, what are you going to do? Hmm? 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 I'm going to be some boring some more. <laughs> what with the not drawing attention to herself and stuff? Well, you got that personality trait down. <laughs> Technically, it covers two of them. <laughs> and it's boring. Why are you finding it boring? Um, no. There you are. But I feel guilty. Or don't. Uh. <clears throat> so what are you gonna, what is your character gonna do then, please? Just keep watching people. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you wanna give me another perception check? Wow. Wait. Whoa. I think that might actually be a critical success. Yes. That is a critical success. Okay. You have critically succeeded in a check. That now allows... Because you've just rolled a 10. That now allows you... Oh, I've just realised. Ashley fumbled earlier, but I didn't notice. That allows you to dictate the result of your action. What would you like to happen as a result of this um, perception check? 
You don't have to be specific, you can give me general outlines and I can take it from there. I would like to know if anyone is plotting bad things. Okay. Give me a few moments to mull over that. Specifically for me. Okay. You do seem to notice in the, one of the corners, well I say corners, seems to be a lot of corners in this boat. <laughs> Over one of the groups seems to be quite heavily armoured. Judging from their looks, you would say they were cell swords. Yet, they're what? Cell swords. Mercenaries. But you just. Give me a knowledge check. Okay, it's well done. You, judging from their arms and armor, this band has seen a great deal of fighting. They're veterans of their trade, and a veteran mercenary is a good mercenary. It means he's lived, he's survived, he's fought. You can't help but wonder what they're doing heading to Glassendia. Okay. You also notice amongst the barrels and caged storage near the wild the wildlife near the, the livestock, you notice a rat. With fur the colour of virgin smoke. He seems to be No, he he can't be, that's stupid. He scurries away. You could almost swear he was watching you. You begin to feel that perhaps a bit of fresh air might do you some good. Obviously, you've been caged down here for too long. I will go up on the deck. Okay, can you give me a mobility check? Fumble, 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 fumble. Um. I believe that's a critical success. No, it's not. It's a nine. <laughs> but it means I rolled an eight because I only have a one. No, no. You have to succeed by ten or more. Uh, okay. Literally, your result has to be ten or greater to get rewarded with critical success or zero or lower to bollock it up. Okay. Nice. I... Yes, you're lucky I, I didn't it notice was rolling that. Max dice. <laughs> okay, so... You manage to get across with even greater ease than Ashley before you, and you make your way up top. Can I have endurance check now, please? Nine again? <laughs> Hacks! Hacks! I wouldn't know how to hack Map Tool, thank you. I think that was a pretty good job of hacking itself, to be honest. It's, it's not so random dice roll generator. Yeah, well, it's a hell of a lot better than randomly. It, it rolls in my favor as opposed to screwing me over constantly. <laughs> It'll do that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have guys haven't seen me roll yet. Okay. The wind, as with Ashley, bites you quickly. Sharply. Excuse me? 
and you cannot help but feel frozen to your bones. Everything I described to Ashley applies to you. I'm gonna go over near the other passenger that came up from the hold and stand sort of near her, but not like in her personal space. Mm-hmm. Ashley, a stranger approaches your land. Uh, One of the bear men steps out and literally knocks her straight over. She falls onto her back with a hard thump. The bear man does not even bother to look back to see if she's okay. She has embraced character. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll walk, uh, look back and forth between the girl that's now on the ground and the guy that walked past with indecision and then finally sigh and uh, reach a hand out almost annoyed I assume to me mm-hmm. yep okay um, Cora will accept the hand and murmur a polite thank you uh, and Emma which is her name um just murmurs a just non-committal answer and then goes back to trying to get as close to the candle or whatever the lamp as possible. Cora will stay as out of the way as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are the captain and the two still talking? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to understand, girls, a lot of the, uh, A lot of the roleplay is actually going to come from you to interacting with each other. So yep. don't expect me to be doing stuff all the time. Yep. Um... Hmm. She's particularly curious about what the significance is of the... The resemblance between the... What he's wearing, the wolf head, compared to the others. Um, but beyond that, not much else. Well, why not ask um, Bree's character? Maybe she knows. <laughs> Curious enough. Um, she'll tap Bree's character on the shoulder and then just gesture quickly towards the captain indicating that she should look Clara will look where Emma gestures perception Uh. (laughs) cap thought you get another bloody nine zero eight Eight. (laughs) (laughs) good enough though okay yeah you see see everything that Ashley saw before you um the thing that he's wearing what were you saying it was made out of again silver the silver wolf head that's he that he has. Do you know what that means? Do you know what it's for? Um do I? Not a Knowledge check. maybe. Mm. Six. You don't know an awful lot, but you do know 
Fairweather borders Pentacan lands, and there are often raiders coming across the borders. You do know from experience that sign is the symbol of Lupa, the Wolf Mother, one of the um, animal gods of Pentacan, one of the shape changer gods. Um, Cora will stand close to Emma and just kind of say quietly in her ear um, it, that it's... No, um, te- no, 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 don't don't just describe what you're sure she's saying. Actually, say the words, please. I, I was gonna... Okay, I beg your pardon. It's... I was just trying to figure out how to do it poorly because I... <laughs> only partly speak the language. Um. Barbarian. It's the symbol. Um, the barbarian goddess. Shape changer. Uh, you mean the wolf, uh, shape changer wolf then? Yes. wonder if that would make him a domesticated dog. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh. Um, now then she'll point towards uh, the figures huddled with the furs and their maligned um, tokens that they're wearing, indicating them as well. And they're wearing something similar. Are they supposed to be from the same, or they different? I mean, they're different, obviously. Okay, but. girls, one thing I'm going to need for you, you're going to need to find voices for in-character and out-character. Because otherwise, it, I know I'm confused already. Mm-hmm. Good fun. I hate voices. Okay. Um, she'll turn... (laughs) Not in character yet. Uh, She'll turn and again indicate the stuff uh, that they're wearing. Don't know what you'd call them. Hamlets? Pendants? Uh, Pendants. Are they the same, or are they for a different nation? Or a different faith? Or whatever they are. Would that be another knowledge role? Mm, yeah, but give yourself a plus one modifier this time. Nine. They are. They're just... A lot of them, you see a lot of walls. You see a bear or two. And you do... You see a single rat. Yes, same country. Mm-hmm. They're all different aspects of the animal gods that the northern barbarians worship sorry western barbarians worship you also do notice that a few of them have symbols similar to Kagian gods civilized gods the symbols have been warped in places here and there for example you might see a a pair of hounds chasing each other to form a silver ring of the sign of the, the god of death or a um, especially wealthy bear man might have um, a knot around his around not an amulet made of a golden knot for the god of li- goddess of life. 
Okay, what I'm trying to figure out is if, even though I'm they... telling, this is what yeah. Bree's, Bree knows, that's what I'm telling her. So you need to question her to get information, you can't uh, just direct question me directly. Mm. Um, Cora will say, yes, same country to Emma. Emma? Oh, I need to introduce myself, don't I? Um, <laughs> later. Um... No, it's not that. It's... They look so different, like I said. Them... They look feral, and he looks, like I said, and she smiles. Domesticated dog. <sighs> Why? Um... If they're from the same place, and they worship the same goddesses, why are they so different? Does he think he's above them? I do not know. Hmm. Figured as much. <sighs> um. The captain breaks away from his two bear men companions and strolls over. He eyes you both. Oh, hello there, ladies, he says in a even holding accent. Are you enjoying your trip, I hope? I was not aware such lovely ladies are yourselves just down below. I was either sent for you myself. Sent for us? Aye, I, I would have done. As I say, if I'd known such pretty ladies were below. He gives you a, a smile and a wink. And a charisma check. Uh, no, wait, that's pretty. No, listen, he's giving a charisma check. It's a willpower to resist. So both you two now need to make a willpower check and get equal or higher than four. Because in a case of a draw, player characters always win. Okay, you've both won after my dismal roll of four. So you guys, <laughs> girls, are quite welcome to be charmed or not charmed as you see fit. Cora Cora will stand behind Emma and let her handle stuff. Um, Emma's a little bit bemused at the idea of the girl. Know, Adjust your micro microphone, boom, Ashley. You've gone quiet. Oh. Is she cowering or is she just choosing not to make herself noticed? She's um, not cowering. She's watching both of them, but she's not interacting. And she's placed uh, Emma between herself and the captain. Oh, okay. Okay, let's be news then. She wouldn't notice that, I guess. I'm sure. Um. Mm hmm. She'll turn, turn towards the lamp again, not really looking at the captain. Not that comfortable. It's a mess down there. Hi. I will be. But for the coin you pay, you can't exactly expect a king's wagon, can you? But, neither ways. I have things to discuss with my first mate, so I will bid you ladies good day. And may your journey continue to be safe, we can all hope. I hear tell there be raiders in these, in these waters, he says as he strolls away. Let us be hoping we don't be meeting any, eh? And he disappears into his cabin without another word. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the bearmen strolls over the, the tallest one. That was with the captain a moment ago. 
He looks at you both and smiles, three teeth missing from his jaw. When he speaks, it is an accent never before heard by your ears. <laughs> I be seeing you lovely ladies. Perhaps uh, you'll not be wanting weak man. You be wanting strong man. Me. <laughs> I show you my sausage and you suck <laughs> like like lamb at mother teat. Uh-huh. Um, 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 do we even need to do a willpower roll? <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a charisma check for that. No. <laughs> That's up to you, actually, Mr. GM. Oh, or a six. He's being particularly uh, charming today. <laughs> Fun. Ha 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 ha. No, wait. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Don't forget, in the case of draws, player characters always win. In the case of draws between NPCs or two-player characters, the um, the defender wins. In that case, you both managed to to stave off the the goat stink <laughs> of this man. Uh, she'll um pull a face just a little bit, um, <laughs> a little at his overtures. You uh, little. He seems to gesture his hands as if trying to conjure the word. Weak girl, you know nothing about good, strong man. Stupid round eyes, he says and walks off. Hmm. Does she know where that slaying round eyes comes from? Mm-hmm. The fact is that the pentacan tend to have slanted eyes, almost elven in form, whilst the rest of Keg have normal Caucasian eyes. So your stupid crown dies. <laughs> it's almost not worth coming up here. I'm not sure if which is worse. The hungry men or the stink. And she'll say that towards uh, Bree's character. What was her name again? Cora. Okay, we need to introduce each other at some point when it's appropriate. <laughs> Ten weeks later, hi, I'm Cora. Finally, I know your name. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't. Uh, d <laughs> one of my big pet peeves is when people say, "Hello, my name's Cora." Rah, rah, rah. It's like, <laughs> Here's my backstory. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back in character girls. Um, Cora will reply. It doesn't matter. I am Cora. <laughs> Here's my backstory. Nope, no backstory, just I am Cora. Please insert Gerda. Uh huh. Sorry. Um. Um. Please insert. I missed that, but oh well. Um, Emma will. Uh, nod, just whatever, and say Emma. In response. Cora will nod her head. Hmm. Eh. Okay. Hmm. One of the bear men shouts loud and points points beyond the deck, and many of the other bear men rush across. They begin throwing ropes into the water with hooks on the end, and many are rushing around this way and that. 
What the heck would they need hooks for in the middle of the ocean? Um, very curious. She'll draw away from the lamp or lantern or whatever and towards the side. Okay, you doing the same, Brie? No, she'll hang back more towards the center of the boat mm-hmm. and keep an eye on Emma to see if Emma will need pulled back to safety. <laughs> okay. Emma sees the hook, one of the hooks fud into the broken side of a, a ship. It seems as if a, a piece of a sunken ship has been literally sheen off the deck and it's floating now towards you guided by the hooked rope. On this piece of decking are two unconscious bodies. One is a woman dressed in armour. The looks of a fair weapon about her. On her breast is the sign of the Order of the White Rose Knight. And next to her is a man with dark hair. Almost handsome features. They both appear dead to the world. Drenched through and... Well... The cold most certainly would have killed them. As the bodies are dragged on board, your eyes glance over and you notice the same grey rat watching. The captain steps out of the commotion, rubbing his hands together. Oh, now what have we got here? A Dominosian and a Fairweaven? You don't often fish those up, he says, chuckling to himself bitterly. To be continued.